war is inevitable. And the peasants rejoice. That's all I get. You've made the right choice. Where I had no idea how to work my keyboard. Time for Marcin They were rivaling objectives as Dignitas, and we were Dignitasing them by stealing them in front of their faces. You know that uh, some people say that that Thor is Mike Tyson after a workout. Split push. Victory is ours. Savage, savage as fuck. Howdy, folks! Welcome to episode sixty-six of the Split Push Podcast. Time to get your kicks on here tonight, as we have with us Dirt Nap Dan. Hey, what's happening, everybody? Got my buddy Yuki. What's up? And king of them all, or is he just too small, the mighty guy? Well, you have to ask my wife. (laughs) 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 Ah, And Beagle will soon be rejoining our ranks as uh, Yuki has been kind enough to do some computer repairs for her, and it's in the mail. Oh, I got some spoilers, too. I got some spoilers, too. She's going to, she'll not hear this before she gets the computer. She won't hear it ever. I know! To be fair. (laughs) She'll never hear it. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, before we digress too much, along with us tonight is a very special guest. We're all fangirling a little bit right now. As we have the SPL's number one team out there, Rival. We got their solo laner with us tonight. It's fine, okay. What's up? (laughs) How you doing, man? I'm doing great. Uh, glad to be on. Excited to uh, chat a little bit with you guys. Have some fun. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. we're we're a little bit excited. Uh, like I said, I've been just kind of like just trying to ease it back a little bit here, you know, and get <laughs> things started. But before we get to, you know, dive into having some fun here, why don't we uh, take the floor here a little bit, let everybody know uh, who you are, where you came from, you know, favorite uncles, stuff like that. All right. Um so my name's Alec Fonzo, and uh, I was born in like Memphis, Tennessee. Moved to Florida in high school. Been playing games pretty much my entire life. Uh, had two brothers, and they kind of got me into gaming. So if I wasn't playing, I was watching them play, and that's kind of where my my love for just just watching and playing games in general comes from. Um, used to be a Call of Duty player, big Call of Duty kid, FPS player, and I think Smite's pretty. FPS style, so I think that's where I got interested in it. Um, and I've been playing Smite, I think, since Fender was released. Incoming, Wait, I mean, Fender has been released? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've heard that too many times. But, um, <laughs> so I started, when he, I started when he was released, and um, so I think that was like six years ago. And Oh, well, it's debatable. Yeah. <laughs> um. Two brothers, that's rough to get game time, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. A lot of times, yeah, it's older. So a lot of times I would just watch. So that's kind of why like, I, I love watching like streams, love watching YouTube videos of the gaming. And I think there's a lot of people like that. And I think that's part of the reason gaming has become so big. It's like it, when you're young, like if you weren't playing, you were watching your brothers or your friends play and you were enjoying it as well. So um, so yeah, I've been playing Smite for like six years. Uh, got into competitive about like four years ago. There was a thing called a combine back then. It's a little bit different now. Um, but back then it was, you would play, um, in front of pro players or really high end ranked players and they would scout you out and like recommend you to pro teams or like, um, minor league teams. 
and I played in that twice. I've played every single role in competitive. The main ones I've played are jungle and solo. And I've always just been like a competitive dude, whether it be gaming or like sports. I played a lot of sports when I was younger, soccer, stuff like that. So um, esports is like a big passion of mine and uh, I love competing. So that's pretty much that's pretty much me. Yeah, it's really fun to compete. Me and Dan kind of had a conversation the other day about competitive gaming and playing against other people. I was telling him how, uh, you know, he, he was talking about how he was getting a piece of Zelda, like uh, a lamp, I think you said it was. Yeah, yeah, Master Sword Lamp. Yeah, okay. And I was like, yeah, I played like one Zelda game. I appreciated it, but I don't like solo player games because it's like, I don't know. I would more appreciate being able to go out into a community and figure things out and like make friends and frenemies and whatever. Right. Yeah, just, I'm the same way. way I, I don't really like uh, single player games. I've always been more of a multiplayer. But again, it's like if you're playing split screen games with your split screen games with your your brothers or your friends or stuff like it's just going to really start like that competitive nature in you. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. Hell yeah, I remember my competitive nature. In 64 days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My competitive nature runs the whole way back to Mario Kart, Super Mario Kart. Let's go. <laughs> oh yeah, Mario Kart. That shit was fucking super competitive. Yeah, and I'm not one to let my kids win just to let them win. <laughs> I'm the that. asshole parent that will beat the shit out of them and make them beat. Me. It feels bad when they start. It feels bad when they start beating you, though, right? Wait, they start beating you at some point? Damn, yeah, they do. I mean, they do. Let oh, ask her. Eventually, they start beating on you. <laughs> let's go. Uh, me and DN Dad solo lane one v one. Oh, Lord, me and Herg did it, but I beat him. <laughs> I'm so far out of uh, solo lane. I haven't played that a lot. I've been playing support mainly. But talking about solo lane, fine, okay. I I had the, I, I want to say pleasure, but it was more like an honor to watch your games last week against Dignitas and the, and the Pittsburgh Knights. And I, I would just say, dude, I, I color me fucking impressed. <laughs> What color is that exactly? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Hopefully purple. Yeah, I need an explanation. <laughs> I was thinking hopefully purple. Cause, purple you know, for rival. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah there you go. Well, thank Color you. me purple. Because, dude, I'll, I'll tell you what. And no offense to your team or anybody, but there was one game, at, I think it was against the Knights, but I don't remember exactly. I was, I was supposed to be working. Um, <laughs> and you guys were kind of on the defense, and you did something that was just amazing. and. And like it, it basically, I was just like, as soon as I seen it happen, I'm like, that's game. That he just switched the game right, right around, right there. That's the fucking play. <laughs> it was probably game four because I think that was the only game that we were kind of like on the defensive. I don't remember exactly what happened. I was actually really sick that day against PK. I was I woke <laughs> up with like the worst sore throat ever, and I heard from a, a few other people that strep throat was going around. So I was like, oh god. I felt really bad for the games, but so to be honest, during that site, I, I probably made some good plays here and there. I'll, I'll be honest, but uh, I kind of just played my role, which was it was pretty cool because like a lot of the people, everyone on my team has the opportunity to carry. Like that's what's so great about our team. I think so. Like when one of us is sick, for example, that day, like I can kind of just sit back, sit in the back seat, and just like watch them take control of the game. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it must be nice to though. be able to rely on your teammate. What? <clears throat> what? <laughs> what was that? What? Oh, sorry. I had to I carry this one. Guys were still you here. Can, <laughs> you, uh, I, you guys I know our team can rely on each other for one thing. That's for sure. 
But fuck uh, yeah, we can. <laughs> No, you can rely on each other to be bitching at each other. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> that's how we work. But anyway, um, the one, the other thing that I really, and I think this was more against Dignitas, was all the uh, the fire giant and gold fury steals you had last week. Yeah, that was. Famana's uh, oh. just too good at stealing objectives. His two does way too much damage, and it's instant. You know, if you just get in there, it's like really good secure, um, especially yeah. over some of the gods that are being played right now that like don't really have that great of security, you know? Yeah, dude, when you just stayed in the Gold Fury pit, like, dude, I'm not going to let that thing get unleashed. It's going to stay low health. You guys are going to have to do something. <laughs> yeah, and then I had a thing like, as well. Like, like, okay, it's just him. Like, like we can, like, we can do this, right? We, we're a pro team. We can all just kill him or, or, <laughs> or, or burst the Gold Fury. Damn it, he got it again! <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, Five pro players versus one. What couldn't happen, right? Oh, fuck. He did it again. <laughs> great. Uh, it, it was, was funny, too, because I think Dad was either texting me or telling me somehow, like, I was in oh, the Discord. he did it again. <laughs> I, was, I was chatting it up, I think, in the Discord. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, I, think he that's was. I was sitting there working to death and, like, oh. wishing, that, wishing that SPL would be in, like, prime time or something. But. Yeah, the timing on SPL has been a bit rough, but... What's funny about that specifically is that Digitas last split was really known for stealing objectives and rival has always been known to, it's called rivaling an objective. It's where you just try and do it in in front of somebody's face, like, and just say like, screw it. Like, who cares if they steal it? So it was like a, a best of both worlds in that set because we stole, they were rivaling objectives as Dignitas and we were Dignitasing them by stealing them in front of their faces. (laughs) (laughs) That was pretty funny to watch. Yeah, dude, those those were some great games. I I just you stood out so many times. I'm I'm just like, and I get to talk to him next week. This is awesome. <laughs> well, thanks, like, dude. Yeah, I you know again, I just feel like I'm fangirling a little bit here, but I appreciate you know, it. A little dude. bit, just a little bit, just a little bit, just a little, a little bit. bit. It's all right though. Well, here, it's under- it, understandable. Me, you know what else I like to fangirl over? I like to fangirl over myself too sometimes. No. That's awkward. Oh, no oh, here we go. I got a story to tell this week. Let me pop my Twitter up here. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you go ahead. Whatever. I got a story to tell. I'll be I'm, on Reddit. Tell I'm, me I'm, when he's done. <laughs> fine, okay. Just to kind of give you the two second background, I'm coming from PlayStation Island to PC, and okay. I don't WASD move at all. Like, only in Minecraft with monsters off. <laughs> yeah, that's the only way I WASD move. But I have this convoluted setup that works for me. I kind of have it set up like I played in WoW and just go that route. But I've been playing some Kumba Karna since I got them. I've played four games now as Kumba. I'm on a four-game winning streak. I'm on a Three game down set gut killing someone with the flying minion streak as well. <laughs> and dude, there is nothing better than that. And I, what I love on PC is how easy it is to just flick that minion in any direction you really want him to go. And that was so limited on PS4. There was like a cone that you could do basically that uh, was okay. judged by your sensitivity. Yeah. Because you had to have fast enough stick movement. But on PC, it's so nice to use that. You could even throw yeah. it behind you if you. If you do a complete 180, yeah. you can throw it yep. the opposite direction, which is funny. Dude, yeah. I, I got a nice, like, about 90 to 95 degree angle on this Geb, who had no health. 
and I hit him square in the face, and he had a little less no help. I was like, come on! Like, that was a perfect shot, you know, a nice flick to the side. But, you know, I, I definitely feel like I'm I'm starting to come into my own. I still fumble finger from time to time and, and shit like that. And, but, oh God, I'm, 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 I'm enjoying the better control with PC. Hands down, you can do more of what you want to do. I'm in the same boat as well. Like I said, I used to play a lot of Call of Duty, so I used to, and I played it on console. So, like, I I would, I started a transition. I started playing stuff like DayZ and stuff on the computer, Minecraft, all that stuff. So, kind of casual games, but I got more into competitive games as I uh, got better on PC. And yeah, I love the movement on PC much more than in console. The only thing um that's different I, I think in some games is like aim assist like you'll see like aim assist aim assist on some console games which is really yeah. annoying yeah <laughs> oh yeah yeah very annoying actually yeah i decided i would punish myself and to practice you know using my keyboard more i decided that near automata seemed like a really good idea to learn on mm. it's rough <laughs> that game is unforgiving my I also switched from PS4 to PC, but I had played on PC like two years prior when I first found the game and then kind of like gave it a break because I wasn't good (laughs) (laughs) and I had no one to tell me how to be good. So I was like, yeah, I'm out of here. And uh, my my cousin came up like two or three years later and was like, dude, we should play this game again on PS4 just came out or something. And I'm like, all right, let's go. So we we played it for like a week. He gave up. Now I'm on a competitive team in a, you know, little league on a PC team. (laughs) So it's been a pretty wild ride, but it's fun. And there are a lot of times where I had no idea how to work my keyboard. (laughs) That's Uh, why I I play on half a controller. Our first league game was what, two days after we technically switched? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. Like, all right, guys, okay, I signed us up for this league. And basically threw them all into the deep end of the pool with no swimming lessons. <laughs> I mean, come on, boys. We we played really well our first game. It was one of our best games. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> then we tried to get coordinated. I don't know. Actually, I think one of your best games is one you can talk about because it'll be broadcast by the time this is broadcast. Uh, hey, uh, finally. We get one of those W's broadcasted. Yeah, yeah finally. That'll be cool. That will be very cool, actually. I went 11-1, and one, bro. Did. did Carrie Lane popped off? I forget what I went like five and two or some five and something like yeah, that. Yeah, we all did good. Actually, Everybody you know what's did. hilarious? What in the one game, our only death was on Guy. Everyone else, there were two other deaths that had died to Gold Fury. Yeah, and I'm like, right? That was really? our first game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we're fairly consistent. I was like, oh my god. You know, we're fairly consistent. We're and we're consistently getting a little better each week, which is kind of what we expected to have happen. Uh, yeah, we do. We we kind of took a back step there, and we had that bye week. Yeah. Felt okay. Like. Yes, bye week threw us off so bad, but we're we're back in track. As long as you're having fun. Yeah. How do you <laughs> deal with bye weeks? <laughs> most of the time, most of the time we have fun. We have our moments though. Not, oh not yeah. Sometimes, sometimes shit gets real. <laughs> So, uh, you know, as you play in a <clears throat> competitive team as well, fine, okay. <clears throat> totally different thing. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, what, what are some, like, just 
like general purpose practice stuff that you tend to do with with for smite like you you with the team like not just your scrims but you know other stuff on the side it's not just a scrimmage match um spending time together is always really good for like camaraderie and just uh like chemistry and everything like something that a few of us do on rival is when i'm there i mean even when i'm not there they do it but when i'm there we all uh, work out together um we like to I mean, a lot of times we will do some other things like other than smite, like play board games, hang out, go to like dinner, do stuff like that. But even when we're doing those things, like a lot of times it'll come back to smite and like we'll have a discussion. Maybe it's like maybe we're just joking around about something or talking about something specific. And uh, sometimes like ideas spawn from that or just like sometimes we'll solve problems just by talking about smite completely outside of the game, like at a bowling alley or something, you know, just something. Right something completely different but um i think that helps a lot just doing stuff outside the game because it just it helps a lot with your your chemistry and being on the same page plus it kind of like it helps everybody's attitudes as well because like once you have like a real bond with other people you can kind of talk about anything even if yeah, it's something right. like serious you know so yeah i feel that we live a million miles apart yeah well i was gonna say well what's interesting with us being in a mostly internet group of friends obviously you know Dan and Beagle live in my house because they're my kids. <laughs> but, um, you know, that's what assault is for us. It's like, sometimes, dude, just stop playing fucking Conquest and just go f- have some fun in Assault where it doesn't matter. Exactly, I agree. Same thing with Arena, like, just <laughs> just running whoa, it, holding whoa, W in an whoa, Arena. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> like, We're serious about our Arenas here. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> oh, it doesn't even have to be smart as well. Like, you, you can all hop on like i don't know the most casual game ever just like i don't know just like minecraft <laughs> and that's what know, i'm saying bro we need to split push minecraft just have fun with that and, and i think really that helped a lot in smite so yeah actually that's not a bad idea we should start a, a i mean we just need to pressure high res to, to make an assault you know assault is mm, clearly know. superior to conquest and it should be the main game mode. that's all i'm saying <laughs> i know the perfect 13 year old to start us a minecraft server <laughs> <laughs> cobblestone <laughs> right i mean i'm i'm down i mean i'm not playing minecraft and slaying <laughs> you guys can start a server if you want guy will just he, he'll just be the, the guy that sits in the corner doesn't do anything but just talks to us right. yeah he'll be cursing at other like, games oh f- what the hell now, Cerberus, he'll, he'll where were like, you why are you building that that's so stupid <laughs> all time uh, shit. So, uh. Final, what, what do you think about the state of solo lane right now in this season, in this meta? Uh, I like it a lot more than last season, because I think a lot, a lot of what last season's was was just kind of by Guardian's Blessing, play characters that scale and kind of just AFK, and there's you you would never see like solo kills for one, or you would really never see any like pressure on that side of the map. You wouldn't see like even like 2v2s or 3v3s, so it was really boring. Like Splice yeah. already won worlds by playing Geb solo, which is like the lowest pressure <laughs> god ever. So it kinda of, that kinda of just shows you like what the meta was like. And this season with the totem, first of all, the totem has been a great addition to Solo Lane. Like it was getting memed at first when it first came out. Even I did. Like I was memeing it and saying like this is like so stupid and like it's worthless. But now that I've played a bunch with it and competitive and everything like that, it is a very valuable objective and it's up every minute. So um I think it's been right. a great addition. And I think that's part of the reason that now with the meta it's a lot more pressure oriented and you can still play a lot. Like you could play so many things in solo right now, which I really, really like. I think it's probably 
in one of the best spots it's ever been, except for um, the fact that they just buffed Thor and now sets like a, a disgusting yeah. god. And like that's kind of dictating the meta like right now. Uh, but so far this season, I really liked it. Season six. So. Right. I mean, we've been playing. We, we've been threatening the set solo. Americans been threatening that for what? Th- two months? Since we started. <laughs> since we started. Yeah, since we started playing, he's like, set solo. I'm telling you. I'm it's telling gonna you, he's going to be a solo later. Thing. And then he was like, look, look, this guy's fucking playing set solo. <laughs> that, that was weird because when he came out, I, that's what I thought as well. I was like, he's going to. It seems like he's more of like a laner. Like, his jungle is okay, but the fact that his he has so much sustain on his ult and like his lane clear and just like his escape and everything is just it's just really good for like being in lane because you can poke people out and his low cooldowns that's another thing like he has super short cooldowns so when I first saw him I was like oh he's he's definitely gonna be a solo laner but I don't know I didn't I didn't experiment enough with it until now (laughs) right yeah that totem is a blessing yeah there's nothing better than being in mid lane like out of your man and all of a sudden the totem goes down you're like oh hell yeah yeah Yeah. especially beginning of the game it's so good or me playing my Uller in the carry, like, I need mana, please, by the gods. Oh, the totem, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I definitely remember with last year's solo lane. And I just remember watching the games, they're like, and over to solo lane, okay, and we're moving on. <laughs> just like yeah, the announcers are great. Yeah, exactly. They, it was never, there was never anything interesting going on, so they barely even showed it. All right, we'll check on the solo lane here. Yep, they're hitting each other. All right, we're going to go back to an interesting lane. <laughs> or not even hitting each other, just staring at each other as the yeah. man's dying. Yeah, yeah. Staring at each other. You see, like, I remember, I remember one game I had last season. I had this guy, me and him would just clear the wave and then stand beside <laughs> each other and watch our teams fight. Like, there was no point in either of us doing anything. So we just stood right beside each other, jumping, waving, watching our team fight. <laughs> And every now and again, we would rotate into the fights and play normally, but like, there was just no point in us fighting. We both had sustain, we both had shields, like, it was just pointless. We just slapped each other for the first 10 minutes and then just decided we were friends. That's funny, <laughs> that I had that exact same experience with Benji in a scream session. <laughs> he was, so we were playing like two of the the most boring gods ever, Kuzumbo Sobek. We were Kuzumbo versus Sobek. Oh, jeez. Oh, God. And... It was at, it was at the state of the meta where like solo really wasn't deciding the game at all. So the game was over probably in fifteen minutes, and unless something crazy happened, solo never really participated. So there, there was <laughs> one point where there was a fight going on in duo lane, and he and I both were just watching the minions die, and then we both <laughs> we both looked at each other, then looked over across the map and just started watching the fight and just like see what happened. <laughs> And that was in a, a professional scrim. That's how bad it was. Yeah. I, I, I'm so glad that shit still happens, though. That, that You know, that's just funny. Yeah. Even up at that level. I had that. We were playing a conquest, uh, and you weren't there, Dan. But me and the other support just watched our carries slap each other. <laughs> they just like, stop. look at these two idiots. They, they don't even hit their abilities. But they're just trying. Yeah, they oh, were that was hit a basic. <laughs> so we're just <laughs> watching. One of them and I, not he, each other. Yeah, and we were both gab. So like, someone would get low shield, <laughs> walk <laughs> away and reset. I'm like, oh, this is great. There's some games where you just can't help but troll just that little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my god! Another game I had this week though. I, I don't. I don't necessarily want to talk about it, but. But he's gonna. Yeah, 
So I'm, I'm trying to get through, I clicked on a mage carry, and then my mid laner just randomly switched to a hunter, or, a, <laughs> or a, to a mage from a hunter, and I'm like, shit, okay, well now I'm going to go pick a hunter, alright. So I click on the drop down, and I click on hunter, and it selects Agni, and the last second goes by, and it locks in Agni carry. <laughs> and I'm like, are you fucking shitting me? Like, what the hell am I going to do with this? I can't even, like, realistically hit the whole wave without basically dying. And sure enough, it was up against an Apollo Bacchus that would literally just jump on me every time. So I'm like, great, okay. I ended up going 2-0 and and, like, just destroying that game. Like, Apollo never came back to lane because I just destroyed him as soon as supports left. I'm like, okay, apparently I can't play anything I want to play, but something I've never touched before, easy game good money i dude i was so mad in the beginning though i was like just i just kept talking shit on agni carry <laughs> i'm like imagine playing agni carry in 2019 imagine i mean it, it's possible apparently i did pretty well but uh, like you oh know my god with final k here that means there's now a rivalry for uh who wins who wins the world championships this year so uh <laughs> so fine okay there's uh Last year we had, you know, we just we had just been starting. We were like six or seven months in, um, and Paul from PC had come on, and you know we're like, well, you know, you're the first pro player to come on, so that means you're going to win, and they did. So, uh, you know, you got you got a better chance than ever now. You have the magic. <laughs> wow, Yuki, glad to hear I'm it. Call you out in that. That's Kabam. <laughs> Kabam's going to kill me. <laughs> Jeez, Yuki. So, take another one back. Rip. Oh, okay. Okay, rip. hold on. You remember I said I had a comment before recording and I had to wait? I do, yeah. Okay, this is uh -huh. it. Okay. So, uh -huh. I watch your YouTube consistently. And I'm telling you what, I never get more angry than when I'm watching a Fine Okay video. Because <laughs> you don't miss. Like, it. it's so... I, I watched you... I think it was your Chiron solo game. And you just hit, like, every fucking auto and, like, all your shit, like, so well. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? Can you miss, please? And then, like, right as I said that, you shot him through an entire minion wave that was, like, mid-spreading and he was running through it and you still hit him. And I'm like, fine, okay, please! Just <laughs> miss, please! And then you just killed him. And I'm like, no! Oh, God, I, you're making me feel terrible. I only upload the ones where I hit everything, so don't worry. There's like 10 videos for every one video where <laughs> I hit everything. <laughs> oh, my God. I do. It is really crazy, though. You are super skilled. Thank and, you. And, like, you can play so many different crazy things in solo. That, that's what I'm saying. Sometimes, like, to get better, I've always suggested to people just to get better at your role to off-roll, but also to just, like, mess around and play weird stuff. Obviously, still try, like. When I play Chiron yeah. solo, I don't think it's like really that viable, but I'm still trying because, you know, you can learn about a lot about your role and get better at the game in general just by doing weird stuff and having fun, you know. And you definitely made it viable in that game. <laughs> yeah, I actually <laughs> popped off that game. It was fun. Yeah, it was definitely fun to watch. Check out Fine OK's YouTube, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what do you think? I mean, I've been trying to pay attention a little bit more to the SPL. And you know, try to get down like what meta you know actually is developing out there. And what I've seen is it seems like each laner just goes right to their lane and and support and jungle kind of 
both kind of do the jungle thing, hitting the buffs early on with each laner helping each other out. Finally, Yuki being our support gets frustrated at times where, you know, where does that support start? And ha have you seen a, or you have you guys done a lot of the support starting over in solo lane? Or what do you think of that at least? Um, so the meta, you're right. The jungler and the support are kind of like the, um, uh, they're kind of the wild card. They can kind of start wherever they need to that game. And usually what it depends on is just where you can have pressure on the map. So most of the time that's just based on matchups. So a lot of the time the support will start with the solo laner to make sure that um, they can secure blue buffs. But also this gives the jungler the option to go over to the red side of the map. Um, the problem with the jungler going over to the red side of the map before was that it left blue, blue buff uh, open to invades or whatever because back then supports would start in dueling. But with the support being in solo, the jungler can go to red, the support can help the solo laner do blue and uh, clear the first wave, and then the support can rotate out, uh, rotate out after that. He can go to mid lane, he can go to back camps, he can do all that stuff. Um, another option that supports have right now in this meta is they can, um, what we call jerking off the, the jungler. He can just run at the jungler and just make sure that he never has like any opportunity to farm and because supports are always behind no matter what regardless it actually puts uh you in an advantageous spot if you're able to put their jungler behind and let your jungler free farm because your jungler once he gets a speed buff uh backs blue whatever or maybe goes to red side if he hits level two before the enemy jungler he can start invading and just pressuring the map however he wants to so support right now is actually a really cool role because they can decide the early game pretty easily. They can help solo lane get blue buffs. They can invade and mess with the enemy jungler. They can open up the map so that their own jungler can get a lot of free farm and stuff like that. So um, there's a lot of options for them right now in the meta. I hate the new carry meta. Why are we playing mages? <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Oh. I haven't considered invading before. I might have to try that. Cause especially because I like Naja support and that ring toss can be such a cheeky steal on, on the speed at the beginning. Yeah, and... Nashaw is really good with that because he can slow them and auto attack them down. His auto attacks level one are really good. He's probably one of the best gods at doing that. Yeah. I think it was uh, Aurora this week did that as Hercules. When I ever stole the speed buff, fought with him the whole way over to red buff, stole red buff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just follow him around. Fucking Hercules. Should, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I, I kind of remember the other day, I forget... I think it was Murrican. I just looked up at the beginning of the game and this man stole their speed, stole their backs, and was fighting them on blue. And I'm like, he didn't even say anything. And he's like, yeah, I was doing fine. I'm like, what the fuck? Because the, the thing is, like, um, I think in a casual level, a lot of people don't do it because they, they think that, oh, they're a level behind the enemy support. Like, I'm playing, like, they think they're playing the game wrong because they're behind the enemy support but in reality if they're getting their jungler ahead and the enemy jungler is way behind their jungler that's a lot better of a win condition than being ahead as a support like who cares if you're behind a support you know like you're still going to do your job and also they added um i forget when they added it but they recently added that thing where the lowest xp on your team gets more xp or yeah, more gold. The start of the season yeah so in reality yeah. you're just securing that extra xp by putting yourself <laughs> behind you know so there's a lot of good benefits to it. And also, I care. 
I care. If I'm <laughs> I was gonna ask. Oh, I was don't gonna say, get it started. Care. Oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. To be fair, I don't care if I'm a level or two behind. I care if I'm like four or five levels behind. Yeah, that might that could be a start to something bad. <laughs> that hurts. Yeah, it always is. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to try that uh, innovate thing. Yeah, do that. Because we know I'm squiggly. I can squiggle. We know you're squiggly, and we know you're annoying. So <laughs> I mean, I'm definitely annoying. Yeah, those are the ingredients. <laughs> All right. Perfect. It's annoying when they do it to us. Artemis support coming back out. Time. Oh, oh my god! god. No, <laughs> Please. Don't hurt anyone here, buddy. Disney put it in his top tier list. Here. <laughs> <laughs> he put it in SS plus in his fucking tier list. Bastard tier list. I'm like, oh hell, fuck no. <laughs> Got to keep the meme alive. I can't just let it die. <sighs> oh, I the played, meme dreams. Oh, I played god. a grand total of one game of CERN and support. It went well. <laughs> Wait, who did he say was the support next? He said something the other day. He was playing a guy. He's like, oh, yeah, this is it. Next support. Oh, <laughs> wasn't it Thoth? <laughs> it was Thoth, yeah. yes. <laughs> he's like, I'm just going to root everybody. Here, yes. support Thoth. <laughs> and then he'll oh. take all my kills like Beagle Think does. about it. He's He's got a stun, all right? Or he's got a root, you know, I can get in there. I just got a long dash. I can make it from way back to get up into the fight where I need to be. And I help secure structures. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And I help secure structures. That Get out is, of here. That Beagle's the worst at stealing my kills when she supports. Oh my god. <laughs> Beagle will worst. be 9-2 and two as Ymir, and I'll be like 2-4 and four as Chiron when I should be 11-0. and oh. <laughs> I said Chiron because I was talking about Chiron, but whatever. Yeah. I'll be yeah. anybody, and she'll just take them all. She's so good at last hitting. Yeah, she's so good at stealing the kills. She yeah. practices with an auto too. It's not even like she accidentally does it. She comes in and hits them with an auto. <laughs> <laughs> My first PC pentakill was stolen by an Amir auto, and we now have an emote in our Discord for that. <laughs> That's pretty funny, yeah, buddy. So oh, you've, been, you've been around, yeah. So you you've been around uh been around Smite for a while, you know. In the general consensus, what's your what's your feeling on the the changes they've made cut when the season six here started up, like? As far as like your initial impressions and then how it, how it's gone, what you think about the season so far? Um, I talked about the the totem a little bit before, but I'll just cover that again. I think that at first, a lot of people were, um, uh, I guess they're they're pretty negative about the changes to that. And so far, I think it's been a great addition. So that's something that I think like I think everyone kind of underestimated, um, especially when like high res kind of thought it thought it up and put it into the game. Um, the gods that they've added into the game this season, I think are the coolest they've ever been without kind of going over the power creep. I think that there's, you know, been a, a decent amount of power creep in the game lately, yeah, you but, think? but <laughs> I think at least some of the gods is justified because some, the, some of the God designs that they've been adding this season are like the coolest they've ever had. Um, oh, a thousand percent. And, and it's been really yeah. exciting to play. Like, like I said, before we even started the podcast, horse and set are two of my favorite gods now. And when I when I first saw their uh, their kits and watched, I was like, oh, it's cool. It's not that interesting. But now that I've played and felt how fluid they are and just like how fun they are, like with different team comps, especially like Horus Ultimate, like the things you can do with that. Like, yeah. I, I just think they've been adding so many cool gods to the game and really um, spicing up the game with uh, some, I guess, power creep. <laughs> uh, and then. So the items and stuff that they added, I think I've been pretty good balance wise. I think this is probably some of the best it's ever been. Um, there's a lot of different viable things or a lot of different metas and play styles and stuff that you can get a, get away with. Um, 
Yeah, and I, I found, like you said, I have been playing Smite for a while, so I've gone through a lot of different developers and people who have been working on the game. They've fired a lot of people. They've a lot of people have quit and stuff like that. So I've known a lot of them. And um, back in the day, I I often found myself find found myself thinking like, how could they even think that that was okay? Like I I used to ask myself <laughs> that a lot. Like I felt like when I watched the patch notes, I was like, how could this even how could you fathom that this would be okay? You know what I mean? Fatalis. Yeah, stuff like that. And but but I haven't. I feel like I haven't thought that in a in a while with uh, the current developers and the people working on the game, uh, like Pon Pon Clumsy, Ajax, all those people. Like I feel like they actually have a good understanding of the game because I think a couple of them are firmer pros. Um, right. Mm-hmm. So I I just feel like I haven't thought that in a long time, which is I think a good sign. <laughs> I think I almost thought that with the Arthurian items, though. Uh, I would say that about a lot of the gods and items that have been released uh, this season is you go, holy shit. And then you get in the game and you're like, oh, it's a little over. Like, like it looks, you know, they're adding again with the mechanics they're adding in. The mechanics are crazy. The postal mechanics, you know, set Horus, Yormagander at the beginning of the season. You just look what they've been releasing and you're like, holy crap. And with the exception of, I would honestly say Merlin and Arthur, um, Merlin's still a bit, uh, like those two were over the top and that's going to happen when you, you know, release new characters and mechanics. But on on the whole things, again, that power creep is, is accurate, you know, but it's not like huge. It's not like a Bologna release anymore or when Fatalis got changed or golden bow got made. Like there's, there's definitely that more of that game knowledge going in and they go, well, if we do this, Ooh, 10% might be way too much. Let's let's turn that down to 7% before it gets released. And they're really good about changing. I've seen a lot more changes coming out of the uh the PTS. Yeah, you know, before mm-hmm. it before it hits live a lot more than yeah, we used to. I feel like the patch schedule this year has this season has been a lot better. Worked out a lot better for them. Yeah, yeah it's I been think that big too. the updates and, and so uh, what how, how do you feel about the local playing on land? every game now instead of internet or oh yeah yeah online. Uh, that's i love that i mean it kind of sucks that i can't live there permanently because um i i have a girlfriend and she's going to school right now we live together we've lived together for a while now um but i basically i fly out there pretty much every week like i'm flying out tomorrow i'm there uh every week that we play and um what I'll what I'll do so that I I can actually get practice with them and hang out with them is I'll fly out early. So like I'm flying out tomorrow, but we play I think Thursday or Friday. So I'm there like three or four days um, prior to when we actually play, so I can hang out, you know, talk about stuff, get ready for the game that week. And so far it's worked out really well. I mean, we've only lost one set uh, in the regular season, um, but I love playing on land because not only is the connection obviously a lot better, so you don't have to ever worry about these variables that um kind of ruin the competitive experience uh not only is that a really big plus but just seeing everyone nonstop, seeing the developers seeing like people we know like the community managers and stuff like that and then the other pro players who honestly i'm friends with a lot of the other pro players even though you know i compete against them um it's just really nice just it's like a, a big family you know yeah it definitely is that's that like we saw that and there was the big controversy, you know, oh, you know, what are we going to do? People, It's, you know, the people that were willing to do it stuck around. And it definitely looks like like some of the matches this season have been just way over the top awesome, you know? Yeah. You didn't, mm-hmm. Like, it's it's been great. And seeing all the reactions, being able to see all the reactions every week for every game is really fun, too. 
Yeah, I for felt sure. bad for Joshi yesterday because he kept getting on the receiving end of the Giannis alts. <laughs> like, were you just fired at somebody else just once? <laughs> you know? Be nice to the guy. It was a homing missile. Hurry had a homing <laughs> missile on him. <laughs> oh my goodness! It, it was it was funny in a kind of a sad way. <laughs> Oh yeah, but I, I've I've definitely been enjoying the SPL this year. I, there's like I said, I mean, I, I work in an insurance office, so you know I can have something up on my second monitor because like I'm the only person in the room. There's no other noise. I need something going on, so I usually put something on. You know, so I'm like, you know what? I'm putting the SPL on this year. I, I don't fucking care. Oh, yeah. And uh, there's been a lot of times where you know there's all of a sudden I'm just like, ooh, like, <laughs> like, oh. Yeah, no one's around. It don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's been a lot of good plays, and it just it's a lot of fun. You know, I I still like I struggle watching a, a, like just a vod of it because I already know who who won or lost by the time I would watch a you know an aftercast of it. And I even tried to watch one of the the games the other day from our team. I couldn't even watch it. You know, I'm like they casted it, but I'm like, oh, I've watched this and you know. Um, either on the stream or over his shoulder and you know kind of already knew what had happened so i'm like i just couldn't i couldn't even watch it at that point in time but you know it, it would be nice to see them go to a more prime time uh with that but uh it, it's it's been fun it has been a great season speaking of that, how do you feel about the spl schedule this year it's kind of kind of a little different than what it's been in the years prior yeah i i don't really like that it's on a what is it like twelve or eleven p.m. Eastern and two p.m. Eastern right. on Thursdays and Fridays yeah. workdays? I mean, it's it's terrible for like viewership. But um, I th- even, even I th- the games played. I mean, yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed ahead, to say this, but I think next <laughs> season they're that Ooh. should be a lot better. I don't know if I was supposed to say that, but. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, either way, um, let's just say it's going to be improved, which is a good thing. And that's the thing. It like, would definitely be a good thing. I don't know if you guys know who uh, Cooper is. He gets a lot of uh, yeah. he gets a lot of shit for a, a ton of different reasons. But the thing about <laughs> high res is that a lot of stuff, um, even just for the esports scene, is decided by the higher ups and do people do that do like do do you do can't do really question. Do. So. Um, but lately, like he's been making a lot of improvements, and they've been talking about like doing a lot of different things. And I mean, it just goes to show with, show with this season, like the land and everything like that. I think it's been amazing for the esports scene. So definitely, like props to them. But yeah, the schedule yeah. has been all over the place, and I I definitely want that. I want it to be at a better time for viewers because, like you're saying, like nobody can watch it at, at yeah, one p.m. Like, on a work day. Like that's just not gonna they, happen. They took they took my router out of the building. I I I plugged my own janky old router in, into a, the network at work and they finally found it and they're like what the fuck <laughs> so yeah they made me take it and i'm like they were kind of bad i was like no i was doing it to listen to this and they're like really and i'm like yeah <laughs> yeah what was doing <laughs> that was funny they're like whose router is this mine uh it's mine <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, shoot. I don't know. Don't follow the Ethernet cable that leads to my phone. That's how good a router it is, I guess. It's a junkie one. I'm going to be like, oh, I don't know whose it is, man. But... Well, it wasn't, it wasn't the old guys. <laughs> yeah. I guess but, another thing as well is 
it's not just work days, they're school days a lot of the times as well. And there's a lot of like it's right. probably a lot harder to watch right. Smite at, at school yeah. than it is at work, and that's even worse. So it's like I don't know. They they should try to uh, uh, cater yeah, to the, the audience time, better. Yeah, I think the time frame really came down like a compromise with with you know the new schedule and everything starting up is what it feels like. Yeah, because the game yeah. used to be later, and and there's still some catering to you know European time zones. Yeah, yeah that's true. That's <laughs> definitely a big factor in it because uh, there's yeah, a lot of European players still. Might be a ca- a little bit of catering to like guy streaming and stuff like that also. Right. Yeah. That could be it too, part of it. Yeah, so uh about time to talk about our, our boy of the week here. Boy of the week. Oh, this week's session of progression. Yes. So speaking of this week's session of progression, we gotta talk about Thor. Woo <laughs> Alright, so Thor is a and Marvel the peasants movie. Rejoice. That's all I get. <laughs> <Here's> peasants <laughs> rejoicing. I'm right, scrolling so- through Wiki. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're all on the right, Marvel Yuki. wiki, Dan. Wrong wiki. Oh, <laughs> well, go ahead, Yuki. What's the I'm, lore for I'm, Thor? I'm going to read. Lore. I'm going to read from you know translated modern English instead of you know an old English translation of the the poetic Edda to make this a little yeah, easier for everybody. <laughs> so, I'm sure, our, sure, audience will appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Thor is the Norse god of thunder, lightning, storms, oak trees, and strength. Um, and he's considered the protector of mankind on in our realm. Uh, he also is the one who's going to lead the charge against Jormungandr during Ragnarok, the end of the world in North mythology. Um, and just general guy who goes and beats the crap out of giants for shits and giggles. Uh, <laughs> he... Um, you know, there's obviously he's got his hammer Mjolnir, which we see in the game. Uh, the new reworked kit, I definitely think, is a little more accurate to one. They're kind of playing off the Marvel movies a little bit, but also it's still a little more lore accurate than the characters' animations were before. Um, he's we have between him and Odin is where we get ninety percent of our stories with Norse mythology. Um, he does show up in forms as well in Scandinavian mythology, Germanic, Roman. Because uh, the the Norse the Norse you know legends were around for a very long time. They're one of the older mythologies we have, um, and because of the way that they would trade, they were big traders. You know, in like the eight hundreds, nine hundreds BCE. I mean, they were really around. They were doing a lot. They they were sailing everywhere even before they started conquering other places. So we get a lot of influence in a lot of different places. Uh, but so Mjolnir was forged in the heart of a dying sun, and it can only be picked up by people that are considered worthy. And so that's, you know, pretty common knowledge as far as Thor is concerned. Uh, one of my favorite facts, this is going to go into our wacky mythological facts of the week, is uh, he has a, a chariot pulled by three goats, three immortal goats. On many occasions, he kills the goats to eat them for food, and then they come back to life. Savage. 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 Well, Steve, it's your turn tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like, I read that, I'm like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but it, it's fucking hilarious. Um, he's tied in a lot. You know, he's oh, he's considered uh, Thor Odin's son. You'll see him in a lot of more traditional texts. He is, you know, a son of Odin. Um, 
He interacts a lot with Balder, one of his brothers. And so it's uh, there's just a lot out for him. And there's all kinds of crazy stories. You know, he goes into Niflheim and all your other places. Um, if you're interested, you can look up translations for free because it's, it's you know, pretty old. You can look up the Poetic Edda, the Heimskringla, and the sagas that go along with them. And he really sticks around. You know, Thursday is named after him. It is Thor's Day. And Freya, and like Friday is named after Freya, or Frigga, depending on how you want to pronounce it. So there's still influences today. There's kind of been a modern movement to bring back North mythology as a religion. Um, so, I mean, it's just coming back. And obviously the Marvel movies, more people are interested now than ever. Uh, there's I mean, definitely why not? Shit. <laughs> Do what? I mean, why not? Why Praise not? Odin. So, you know, if, if you're into, if you're into, if you're into the mythological stories, there's just a ton out there. I mean, he was, uh, he had Loki turn him into a woman and got married to a giant before he goes, surprise, give me my hammer back and kills them all. I mean, like, dude, this guy just gets this shit dude, done. He I just mean, there's gets just, shit done. He doesn't care how he has to do it. He, he just ganks some giants. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's like, I mean, there's just so many, there's so many wacky things. Um, Loki definitely, you know, and him are just some of the craziest shenanigans stories. Um, and it's just really, really good. Um, as far as mytho- mythological stories go, there's some of the more interesting ones. I'd say them and like Scandinavian mythology, which is where we get Chernabog from, which I can't wait to see more of in Smite. Definitely have some of the wackiest stories out there. So, you know, that, uh, some people say that. That Thor is Mike Tyson after a workout. You know why? <laughs> why? So he says, I'm Thor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, God. God. Sorry, I had to. I had to. <sighs> it's okay. It's okay. Let's, we go, let's go on in the intro. <laughs> let's go on in the intro. That is the <laughs> intro. Uh, shit. Yep, oh, 50 my. Mark. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Uh, and I even seen that in Cummins. I was like, oh, I, you know, like this is a dad joke. I love it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh, God. See, oh, God. Okay. All right, so Thor's abilities. Through the abilities here. Yeah, Thor's then, abilities. Then, then we'll let Fine Okay uh, discuss them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Warrior's Madness is his passive. Thor gains physical power for each enemy god within 30 units of him. The physical power is 10 per stack of a max stacks of three. Uh, his first ability is Mjolnir's Attunement. Thor throws Mjolnir forward, do- doing damage to all enemies in its path. If hit twice, minions will take 80% damage, while gods take 200% damage from the return. While the hammer is flying, pressing the button again will teleport Thor to his hammer. The damage is 50 to 210 plus 30% of your magic or physical power. Ooh, if Thor had magical power. Ouch. <laughs> uh, 70 to 90 mana cost. And the cooldown is 12 seconds. His second ability is Tectonic Rift. Thor slams his hammer on the ground, causing a fissure to appear in front of him, stunning enemies and blocking movement, and sometimes knocking them to the left, to the right, leaving them dead center, stuck in the wall. Who knows? <laughs> I hate that about Thor. I hate that. That's the one thing I don't like. But, okay. Uh, his stun is 1 to 1.6 seconds. His fissure lifetime is 3.7 seconds. The cooldown goes from 17 to 15 seconds, and the ability costs 60 mana. His third ability, the one that most recently got reworked, which feels real good, 
uh, Berserker Barrage, Thor spins his hammer around him, dealing damage to enemies in front of him up to three times, and those behind him up to two times. The final swing deals extra damage. Thor is not immune to knockup for the duration. Uh, the damage per tick is 30 to 110 plus 40% of your physical power. The final swing damage is 45 to 125 plus 60% of your physical power. So the total would be 105 to 345 plus 140 is what it says in the notes. Uh, the radius is 20, cooldown 8 seconds, mana cost is 55, scaling to 75. And then his ultimate, Anvil of Dawn. After a short buildup, Thor leaps into the air. While in the air, Thor can target a great distance away to come crashing down in the area, dealing damage and stunning all enemies in the radius. After Thor lands from his ultimate, his hammer Mjolnir is infused with lightning for 6 seconds. During this buff state, each of his basic attacks and abilities chain lightning to nearby enemy gods, damaging them with each hit. Uh, it does say enemy gods, by the way, too. Not minions, so you can't do that. Uh, damage is 150 to 350 plus 120% of your physical power. The initial target takes 20% plus 60% or 20 to 60 damage plus 15%, sorry, of your physical power per chain lightning. The chain targets take 10 to 30 plus 7.5 of your physical power. Uh, the stun lasts 1.5 seconds. The cooldown is 90 seconds and the cost is 80 to 120 mana. That's a lot of stuff. Yes, definitely. So, fine, okay. You know, you, you're, you're loading in Thor to Conquest. You're, uh, what you do? <laughs> um, so Thor is like, for, I think for pro players, every, pretty sure every single pro player has a, a rank 10 Thor because not only is he like one of the oldest gods in the game, um, his mechanics are, yeah, I'd say he's one of the few gods in the game that has a really low sk skill floor, but probably one of the highest skill ceilings, um, which means that he is easy to pick up, but very, very hard to like completely master. And uh, I think that a lot of his mechanics translate across the game because some of it is aiming, some of it's like just just decision making, some of it is like reacting to things like with his knockup immunity that um, he had before. I mean, he still has it, but it's a little bit different now. Um, and just like where to land with your ult stuff like that, like predicting player movement. He pretty much, yeah, all, you don't, all of his mechanics kind of translate really well, you know? You don't want to weaken the ults. I'm just saying. Yeah, exactly. Um, five head. Uh, but that's what I think that's part of the reason that a lot of uh, pro players have ranked 10. I also just think he's like a really fun god. Um, so like when I was trying to get better at the game, I played a lot of Thor, especially in ranked when I was just jungling. I would just play Thor and try and win games off. Uh, just trying to carry the game and rotating and trying controlling the map. And he's probably one of the, the earliest gods that can, can just control the entire pace of the game because he can be in basically two lanes at once with his ult. He can run over to solo, get a little bit of pressure, go to like fire giant pit, ult over to mid lane and control mid lane um, fight and stuff like that. I mean, usually global pressure gods can do that pretty easily. So if I'm loading into a game as Thor... First of all, looking to have fun because I think he's one of the more fun gods in the game. Um, he's also just one of the more notable gods because, you know, like we talked about the Marvel and, uh, you know, everyone, everyone knows who Thor is now. Um, I thought they did him really well in the in the movies recently. Yeah, definitely. And it, it's obviously a little different because he's it's like the comic Thor. They're not exactly the same, but um, a different origin as well. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's a little bit different, but it's still similar in a lot of ways. And um honestly i i 
the recent changes to Thor, because, you know, he just got some some changes. At first, I was a little sad about because he's one of the oldest gods in the game. And I really didn't think he was that bad before. Like, I thought that really all they needed to do to make him like pretty viable more than he already was, was just decrease the time it takes for him to go in the air on his ultimate. Um, and like give his three something else, like just some other thing. Cause it has knock up immunity or it had knock up immunity. But give it one more thing, maybe slow immunity. And I thought he would have been like a perfectly like viable God, but, um, his new kid is a lot more lore accurate. So I think in the long run, this can be a lot better. And since he's such like a notable God, like, you know, like everybody knows who Thor is. So if you're going to get into smite, that's probably one of the first gods that you're going to try. I think it's cool that they, they made his kid a lot better. And even though he's like overpowered right now, um, I'd rather a god like that be be overpowered than be underpowered, kind of like Loki, you know, like Loki, I think is a really like is somewhere where I think the devs could go really. They could do a lot on because Loki is such a notable god. Open, you, you don't want to open that. <laughs> no, well, that's what I'm saying. Cast. They could completely change his kit. <laughs> I, I think if they yeah. completely changed his kit and made it like a fun, interactive, not like super aggravating kit. It would be really good for the game because everybody knows who Loki is. That's going to be one of the first gods people try, especially since he's an assassin. You know, like anyway, I've that's a lot of topic, people... but it's, it's still on topic because you yeah. know, it's Loki, oh no, Thor, it's everything. You yeah. heard that, high res. You heard it. <laughs> Fine, okay. Rework Loki. I I've heard a lot of people saying they want him to kind of go to like a Shingo where he could teleport to his clones and blah blah blah. Yeah, or something I mean, there's like so many that. cool things you could it, do. His... It, it could be a lot more fun and interactive instead of being like a one shot runaway machine. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, now, if they're the next person they need to fix in the Norse area is Odin. Yeah, that too. The Norse gods oh, in general, man. they just, I guess, they're old. Yeah, they're all really yeah. old. Yeah. He he. Odin just needs a modern day touch of smite to him. Yeah. Yeah. He needs that like super like. Uh, what are, what do we call it when their kits are just retarded? They have just so much stuff in it. What would we call it? Bloated. Now? Bloated. He needs some bloating. Because yeah, like he's not very abilities, for instance, a little bit. And we know for instance, have like ten yeah. different fucking effects on them. Odin has to use two to make one effect. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I mean, like I said, we know they can do it. They've released really cool gods this this season. So like, I should go and back and change some them. nice stuff like. Like, you know, Thor and Nike have gotten some nice touch-ups, and I think they're in a much better spot than what they just were, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, I like the Nike rework, but I miss the HP 5. Yeah. Whenever I play Nike now, I'm like, oh, I'll heal. Oh, no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, how do you like to, uh, how do you like to build Thor? What's your build path on him? Well... Like I said, I used to play a lot of him in jungle, but I play him a lot in solo now. So I like to go, and I've always kind of thought that he's really good as like just a bruiser character. I mean, his kit is perfect for a warrior. He's got a lot of CC. He's got a lot of like base damage, low cooldowns now. His three is like a six second cooldown or something, seven, something crazy. Um, yeah, it is pretty nuts. So if you just go like a bit tankier on him with a lot of cooldown, you're gonna be able to use your base damage to kind of carry fights. So right now in solo, I just like to go. But Warrior's Blessing, Warrior Tabai, Brustfray, Blackthorn into Runic Shield. So now we already are really tanky. We have a lot of health with like Blackthorn and Runic. We have a lot of defense with Breastplate and Runic. Runic is like one of the best magical defense oh, items yeah. now. They've buffed it a ton. It's really crazy. And it's also got a lot of damage on it. 35 power is really nice. So then yeah. at that point in the game, you're already really 
uh, tanky, but you're, you're going to do a lot of damage. And then I just like to go like more Breezer items from there. Maybe like a Void Shield. It depends on like the enemy team. If they're magical heavy, then maybe I'll just go more magical defense. Just like a Void Shield into like Mantle or something last item. So then you'll be sitting at full CDR late game and be really, really tanky and have a ton of health because Blackthorn is bloated and has 350 health on it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah 450 <laughs> before uh, that okay that maybe i know we talked about earlier that <laughs> there hasn't been some things that were like why how could you even think that that would be okay but 450 health on blackthorn for a little bit there that was that was questionable Hell at best. yeah <laughs> yeah we were we were not too happy about that oh the nerf no <laughs> it getting so much damn health i mean like, how am i ever gonna kill a solo laner now like how do i ever kill one solo laner i don't goodbye until I have kin size. Until I have kin size. <laughs> Until I have kin size. Then it's like, okay, you bought Blackthorn, uh, you die. I was, we were playing Assaults the other day, and I'm like, I'm so far out of the meta because it's just making the switch over to PC. has been awkward and timing. I'm like, damn, what do I build? He's like, Blackthorn. Like, every every character was Blackthorn, Blackthorn, <laughs> Blackthorn. Yeah, he's like playing a physical character. What should I build? Blackthorn. You told me that last time. Blackthorn. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> I mean, That's how just, it works, just really. Blackthorn. <laughs> yeah. And it was worse before. But it's still a really good item, so yep. it just rounds so out builds you, really well. Yeah, it really does. Um, so, you know, Thor is definitely a disruptor, and, be, and being, you know, in the solo lane now, you're definitely looking to disrupt that backline. I think he's really good at that. Yeah, the old surprise, I'm here. Yeah. yeah. He just has a lot of CC as well. I mean, he's got two stuns in his kit if you can hit your ults and <clears throat> weaken, but... No. Two stuns and like another thing about I think the solo meta right now is like you'll see gods like Thor and Set and both both Thor and Set can get into a fight without using blink, which is I think a really big deal. Like Thor can ult in, he can just hammer in and like use his stuns to like peel. Um but they can just get into the middle of a fight. They can clear lane really easily and then rotate. Like so like everyone loves Arthur so much right now, but honestly in uh in like competitive and stuff like i'd rather be playing thor because i can yeah arthur may dominate the lane but if i can just clear the wave walk into the jungle and ult to mid lane and like impact a fight right away um it's it's just really nice and that's kind of what i was talking about before like thor's one of the gods in the game that can control the entire map um on by himself so right yeah it's it's definitely nice the earlier your solo laner can get into fights because the earlier your solo laner can get into fights and the later theirs can that's like a huge advantage swing in your way yeah exactly. every fight and they're always expect or like not exactly expecting it but like fearing it as well like okay maybe they won't do this now because well if we try this thor might just alt us again yeah they have know, to respect it at like least that. yeah definitely so uh what do you typically what what's your you know your basic build path as far as um abilities are concerned when you're leveling them up? Um I think uh right now, I think in the jungle so before I always max my hammer, not only because I just think it's like more fun to try and hit double taps and stuff, I think it's like one of the most fun abilities in the game to go for. Um, but I also just thought it was a little bit better for poke, like cause you could walk into mid lane, look at their rot and uh wall hammer him for like like pretty much 70% of his health when you have it maxed mm. out. Um, <laughs> so I, I thought that was good before, but in soul lane, if you're, you're playing Thor, you're going to be maxing your, your one. Um, there's some things you can do. Like if you get really good at Thor solo, you can just skip putting a point into your two and just alternate your one and your three because of the low cooldown on your three. Like it'll help you like poke really hard um, just because it's such a low cooldown. 
Um, but in general, I think a lot of the times now you're going to be maxing your, your three just because it's such a low cooldown and you can just run around to camps and just one shot them and it's going to really increase your farm. So soul lane, I maxed my one jungle. I probably maxed my three now, but you can never go wrong with just always maxing your one. Just bopping them for all of the health. Yeah. It's just crazy. Ridiculous poke. I remember Thor was one of those gods that like kind of first taught me mechanics versus just like playing a hunter and holding left click and every now and then hitting an ability you know what i mean yeah where thor had that like okay throw double tap teleport auto cancel to auto cancel like all that stuff mm -hmm. like he was a really cool god to start learning that on and uh to, to round it out here the most important question favorite most important thor skin Ooh. okay this is I've a tough one seen, i've never even seen that one what the hell this is a tough one because when you ask a pro player about skins, a lot of <laughs> first of all, some of them are banned. Some of them yep. um, give you a competitive disadvantage because some of them are louder. Some of them do certain things. Some of them give you an advantage, and that's why they're banned. Like, yep. um, like some of the rat anime skins, like you can't even hear his ult. Um, so when you ask me, usually what it comes down to is which one's just not banned, doesn't <laughs> give me a disadvantage. <laughs> Like the Thor heavy metal skin, you can hear that across the map. So even though I like the heavy oh, metal yeah. skin, I just can't use it because I don't want to put myself at a disadvantage. So I think my favorite one is probably um, the the recolor, the Andinster one, because Andinster was known for playing that because he used to be the Thor jungle back in the day, the main. Um, and he would use the that skin every hammer. game. Yeah, Righteous Hammer, the one with the golden hair or whatever. That's probably yeah. that's probably mm -hmm. my, my favorite. Uh, bloody yeah, bloody goal is a close a second. Skin. Bloody goal is a close second. I like, the, I like the bloody goal just for the special emote. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that. One. The, There's oh, actually the, a couple skins. The world champion one is nice too, but uh, I still think the recolor is the best. Yeah. There's actually a couple of skins for his list that I've I've not seen. You mean the Ragnarok Force X? No, no, no. I've seen that. I've played okay. against it. Um, the Iron Gamer and the uh, uh, OMG. The OMG is a team skin, and I don't, this is the Iron Gamer one? I don't know where that one came from. That was, uh... I've never seen OMG, or ever, like, I didn't even know... Oh, it was unreleased. The Iron Gamer one was, like, a... That's a really old one. I have it, and it's... Iron Gamer was, like, I guess they hosted tournaments or something, and might put in a, a skin for them, and... Okay. Like, it doesn't even look bad for an old skin. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool skin. I was gonna say, I kinda like that one. There was some controversy with them, though. Like, I remember... I remember seeing a Reddit post about that skin specifically. Apparently, they hosted tournaments, but they scammed people. And Hi-Rez oh, put geez. in a skin for them anyway. And a bunch of people were, like, trying to protest that. So, I haven't really hmm. been using it <laughs> for that reason. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen this OMG skin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Even though it's a kind of cool looking skin, um, but all the other ones are just like, they're just too much for me. Like, I think there's one that's like a Minecraft kind of skin or like a pixel skin. A uh, pixel hammer. Pixel yeah, hammer, I don't really yeah. like that. And then the, the Ragnarok one where it's, um, he's like a, what is the he? The T5. Yeah, it's yeah. Gundam. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's Gundam. Uh, I don't really like that one because it kind of, his mechanics feel different when you use that skin. Like, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't feel as clean and smooth. So, yeah, I it's because like the model. One. It's because the model gets so big. That's the problem with yeah. a lot of the T five skins, is that the 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 models are so big they take up all of your room. This Kukulkan one coming out is going to be so weird because he has arms. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? It's not the first. He's supposed time. to be a snake. It's not the first. No, he's a 
he's okay. He's a noodle. I, when I play him, he yeah. is a dragon. He's he a noodle. When he's a doggo. <laughs> when I play him, he's a normal snake because I had to switch accounts. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I think I have like breezy chibi or something from something. Yeah, that's that skin's oh. lit. <laughs> if I can just give you a moment of silence here as we throw it over to my man, Majin Busha, for sports. And now the news with Channel 4. Welcome back to another SBL recap on the Split Push podcast. I am Majin Busha, and today we're going to talk about Spice vs. Renegades on Thursday, as well as United taking on LG, and then Dignitas facing LG, and SK going to take on Pittsburgh Knights for the last seven weeks. All right, start from the top. Splice took on the Renegades, as we said, first game on Thursday, and this was a very entertaining set. Um, Splice figured out how to counter on her. They're like, oh, why does nobody pick the Willix? Why has nobody since MSI picked the Willix? And it works. And they threw a horse with it, I believe, and they just locked down the on her. They, they made it a non-threat, and um, the on her couldn't do anything, uh, that being Dardess in this game, couldn't do anything in the mid-game at all. So, Spice won game two for that. And uh, next game, it's a 21-minute game. Renegades just get pissed off and just smack around. And I didn't get to actually watch game four. Uh, but, you know, Renegades win that game 3-1. to one. Spice did take that one game off, which is better than what they did at MSI. And that was with Solo or Troll on the roster instead of Basket. And... The next game is United versus LG. Now I can't just I'm not gonna break down every single game for you because this this match was nuts. Especially since LG had the roster swap. Um, they got Ionic in support and they picked up uh, Snoopy from Armada, put him in the mid lane. So you got the Canadian boys with Ionic and Snoopy back on the same roster again, which is sick. Hasn't happened in a few seasons. But these guys LG looks so much better. So much better. First, the swap to get to get Lazbra in the jungle. You know, then they just dropped Oceans to pick up Snoopy, put him in mid. Snoopy was literally getting bans on set because they don't trust him not to play it in mid. And then you had Joshi, who was the best player on LG, arguably, for the entire first split. So LG looked a lot better, and they actually beat United 3-2 to two in this set, and I, I just, it was so much fun to watch, so much fun to watch. But to move on from LG to another LG, the same LG squad taking on Dignitas, and this was also very, very fun to watch. Now, LG game one, there was a game-breaking glitch, a uh, player could not reconnect, so they were forced to restart the match, LG had got off to a great lead showed that they were probably going to win the game and nope, got to restart it. Nothing happened. So we had to start from fresh. LG lose game one. And from there on they did take it to four games. Every game was competitive against Dignitas, but they didn't get this They didn't get this win this time. Dignitas going to take the 3-1 victory. And then we have SK and Pittsburgh Knights. And I'm going to say this, LG might be better than SK right now. Just might be. Because SK... While they did take a game off Pittsburgh Knights, it just did not look great at all uh, collectively. And I'm not sure 
what's going on with the squad. But remember, last year, they were struggling up until this point, and they found something, whatever that was, and made a great run at Worlds uh, to make Worlds and to, to get to the semifinals, I believe it was, at Worlds, it was quarters. I don't remember exactly which one it was, but Pittsburgh Knights coming out, they're doing their thing, picking Osiris almost every game, and they just do the damn thing. So they go to 3-1, SK. All right, a little bit of game breakdown. Uh, the shortest game was Splice vs. Renegades, game 3, 21 minutes, nearly 22 minutes. The longest game was LG Dignitas in game 3, which is a 57-minute game. Um, deadliest game, same game, uh, 45 kills. The mildest game, SK Pittsburgh Knights, game 1, a total of 10 kills. Moving on from that, a little bit of God stats coming on for picks and bans. The most pick was AMC, 13 picks, 2 bans, and 10 wins. Now let's talk about this real quick before I move on to the next one. AMC got nerfed before the split started, and he's still freaking S-plus at this point. He's getting picked 10 times this week across, you know, a part of almost every single game. Like, uh, it's 100% or 90-some percent. This is crazy that they nerfed him, and he's still playing so well in whatever role they choose to take him in right now. And Alderaan right after going to be picked nine times, banned twice. Only had four wins though, so um, just got to work on that a little bit. Kumbakarna picked nine times. We've seen a huge rise out of him. He won four games, was banned twice, and then now on to the most bans. Thor was picked one time. Didn't win it, but he got banned ten times. Isis picked one time. Didn't win it. Banned ten times. And then finally set Three times he was picked, won once, and banned 14 times. So Set has really come on strong here as of late. That's it for this week. I will catch you on the next one. Thanks, my man. Always a good job. Well appreciated. So, Great job with the sports this week, bud. <laughs> High five. <laughs> and I'm going to throw it over to Guy now, because we actually do have some uh, community questions here for you today, Fine, I almost forgot about them. Yeah, we got a few, a few little comments. First one we have is from our good friend Hyde Train. What's up, Hyde? He says, my question is, can I just be a silent fly on the wall during the podcast? Well, <laughs> <laughs> <Or> fine, okay. <laughs> <laughs> He's not the first person. He's not ask. the first one. <laughs> no, there's several of those comments. That's funny. <laughs> several like, dude, can we just like, like, just put us in? You can mute us and, and everything, and we just, just listen. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. He's actually a really good solo laner in our league. Oh, yeah. Really? So, yeah. Very, very. I good, recognize actually. the name. I think maybe. Uh, I think he, maybe he's a subscriber or a viewer of mine. Could be. Probably. We have, I would assume so. The way he. Uh, I would. Sh yeah. yeah. I would say so. The next one we have is from Nader Ader nine seven one nine. Says, "How does he remain both fine and okay while also being the best solo laner in the SPL?" <laughs> that question has a lot of different me possible meanings, <laughs> but uh, I'm assuming he just means like calm, or uh, maybe just composed? maybe he just thinks the uh, <laughs> maybe he thinks the name change should be too. Uh, fucking great or something, you know, <laughs> instead of fine, okay, I don't know. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Uh, I kind of just uh just do my thing, focus on myself, you know. So you're the number one soul leader. Yeah, it's fine, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. The casters have made so many of those jokes. <laughs> yes. Oh, sure. <laughs> 
And we have Riker, who's just got an arrow pointing up, saying that's the real question. <laughs> we have Majin, our sports guy. He says, ask him if I can 1v1 him. <laughs> yeah, that'd be lit. We have SLM Gilly. How does your teammates deal with you and PBM being the trolls you are? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> so what's funny well, about that is that uh, everyone always sees Mike as like a pretty troll guy. Like if you ever watch our Unrivaled series on YouTube, which shows our comms and stuff, you'll see him mess around a lot. Or if you just know him, like he's he likes to mess around. Um, but my teammates like to say that I troll more than Mike and that I'm the biggest troll on the team and stuff like that, which I don't know if I believe that, but, um, Mike and I do like to have fun and like, I th- I think it's just really nice to be able to joke around. And even when you're like scrimming good teams to just be able to laugh and, you know, not take it too seriously, because even though it's our job, even though we're competitive and we want to, like, we take it as serious as possible and we want to win at the end of the day, we want to win worlds. like. We're playing video games, you know, it's not the most serious thing ever. And uh, it's nice to have fun with it. And I think a lot of times when you're having fun is when you learn the most. So um, I think my teammates deal with it, at least right now, because we're winning. (laughs) (laughs) Right. It always helps when you're winning. Yeah, exactly. The next one we have is from Fro Double G. He says, no, no questions. Just wanted to say I love your content. That one lurker. Yeah, I recognize that name. Thanks, man. That's how I watch. Uh, uh, my, if I watch any streams, I'm always a lurker. I just like, I don't know. I'm, I'm there to watch the, the person. Yeah, yeah. I don't want. I don't need any. I don't need any chit chat. I just want. I just. I'm. I'm there to watch and learn. Yeah, I feel that. You know, sometimes I chat so much I forget that I'm even watching the stream. <laughs> Guy's a chatty Cassie. Guy all potty mouth though. You gotta uh, watch him. Yeah, sometimes I. You know, I've been known to let him slip. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Nepp has a question. He says, Solo lame is usually a slap, slapping match between two gods that keeps sustaining back back the smacking. I guess. I'm not sure what he's trying to say there. But. So what are good tips to tip the scales in your favor and have a leg up against your opponent? Um, The thing I always recommend is just to get really good at recognizing and playing off of your power spikes because... If you're if it is a slap fight and it's really just a battle of like if you're equally skilled and it's just a battle of like little things, then the little power spikes that you get and play off of are going to be big deals. So, for example, if you force a TP um, and you have a TP play over them, which means that you can poke them out back TP back in and have maybe an extra item, maybe like an extra tier of an item over them. You have extra pots now because you backed and they they couldn't back. Uh, Stuff like that. If you're able to play off of little things like that, it's going to really help in the long run. And not only that, um, but play off of not just like build power spikes and like TP power spikes, but power spikes on the map. Like if you're able to strip away a blue buff from them, now you have a blue buff over them, which means you can probably out trade them because they're not going to have the mana sustain. Or maybe your jungler is on your side of the map. On your side of the map. That's a power spike for you. That's a opportunity for you to play up and if they gank you then you're gonna have at least a 2v2 stuff like that just always be looking for those little um advantages that you can gain and a lot of times those will turn into big advantages in the long run not only in the game but in your your overall gameplay um because one little um i don't know one little tp force and now that you have control of the lane is going to allow you to proxy and rotate to over to a fight and win that fight and then win the game like it can kind of spiral out of control so just play off the, the small things Right. <clears throat> okay, the next one we have is from Mr. Majin again. It's a three-parter. He says, which solo laner in the Pro League 
gives you the toughest laning. Okay. Um, I'd probably say probably have to be Benji. Benji's probably the best laner in like full stop. He's probably the best laner in uh, SPL for a while now. Right, on the next one he has is which solo laner do you love to face the most? Ah. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> See, it would be the one that's easiest to beat. <laughs> no, um, Ooh, we no, no, no. Uh, <laughs> I always like facing off against the the like known best players. Like, so Deathwalker was considered like the best player for a long time, um, like the past couple of seasons. So I love playing against him because every time I play against him, it's just an opportunity to learn, but also to prove myself and to just um, just have like a competitive game, you know. It, I really like that. Really you know, that. if I had to say, Hyde Train is pretty much the Death Walker of our league. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say. He's just super aggro in your jungle solo laner, like all the time. He's really good at it, too. Interesting. Uh, he's really good at it. <laughs> like that. Interesting. Yeah. I might, yeah, I might be facing off against him in a couple of years. Not just kidding. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Better watch it, you know. All these, all these guys are getting their time in, you know. You know <laughs> who's going to be up next? They're doing yeah, the reps. Just, uh, actually, uh, what are your thoughts on uh, Solo or Troll coming into the league as he did? Uh, I th- honestly, I thought he was like SPL caliber for a while now. Um, it's weird because I think a lot of there's probably a lot of potential players that could do well in the SPL, but it's just about getting your shot. That's how it was with me. Like I thought I was ready for a long time, and it's just about getting the opportunity not only to prove yourself as you are in that like in that moment, like how good you are in that at that state, but just the opportunity to practice because you learn so much when you practice against really good players. Like um, no matter who you are, you're gonna learn a lot more um, practicing against them than you are when you're practicing against, you know, even just equal caliber players as you are, you know? So right. when you play against better players that destroy you, you learn a thing every game. So um, for him specifically, like you could just tell that like his mechanics and um, all that were, were SPL caliber for a while. However, the question is now whether or not like at least by worlds, he can learn enough about like how to play in a professional competitive setting as far as like team fights communication and how to play like from behind and stuff like that so Definitely. yeah it's always interesting to see where where people end up falling when they come in kind of mid-season yeah exactly yeah, it's been an interesting season because we've seen a lot of new faces this year also yeah a lot of players a lot of people have not seen yet so next one we have El from Majin he has his third question he says <laughs> ever considered calling yourself damn I'm fine okay rather than fine okay no, <laughs> I've never considered that. <laughs> uh, okay, last one we have is from our solo laner, American Zombie. Oh, geez. He says, how meta is Thanatos solo? Oh. He says, all the meta is the only acceptable answer. <laughs> oh, okay. There's your answer. No, I'm just uh, uh, I'd actually say that he's pretty viable. I think, like I, I talked oh, about before, that there's a, I think there's a lot of viable stuff right now in solo. The problem is like Set and Thor kind of run the games, so if they're those are out of the game and you can survive against like stuff like King Arthur and Osiris, then he's definitely viable. The question is like, what's the reason you're picking him? Are you just really good at him? Are you picking him into counter matchups because Kepri's pretty viable right now, so that's a good matchup for for Thanatos? Are you picking him into 
like gods you can just get easy early kills against or are you invading like stuff like that the question always is why are you picking him if it's for counter counter picks or um certain matchups then heck yeah like you can pick him in those scenarios but i wouldn't say we that definitely so good like to pick, to pick him, him for his uh his global engage possibilities yeah. oh okay <laughs> yeah he initiates yeah. so we'll, we'll we'll be like you know trying to do stuff in mid and merc and it'll just all of a sudden show up with that all and it's like oh hi there's a thanatos that has executed your mid sorry yeah that's nice it's kind of like thor and just like rotating yeah really exactly quickly. Yeah, it's a similar principle. That silence is pretty potent too. Yeah. Actually, yeah, the silence has done a lot for peel and for also. like just getting into fights too. Yeah. And him having that scythe, I've seen him kill so many squishies from a distance and get his whole health bar back. <laughs> yeah, he just sets up that burst from my mid so good when he stuns the old. You got to be careful yeah. of anti heal and uh, tank killing comps with him though, because he's pretty easy to kill if they focus him out really hard. Yeah, he's usually pretty good on staying. Kind of in group still, yeah. That's not good. being too assassin style with it. Yeah, yeah. He played it. One, he played it a couple of games now, and yeah, it's, it's been working. It, it's it, banned it might... now. It gets banned. Yeah, it game. gets banned. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's he's getting banned it's in our respect ban. That's nice. Like I said, if he's really good at it, then it definitely definitely helps the case. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll see a fine okay Thanatos video coming out <laughs> <Maybe>. soon. <laughs> Maybe. You know, you know, America's See, never gonna let us let us live this down now, right? Because oh, we want to oh, play yeah. Thanatos all the time now. Oh, this is a situation I could play Thanatos. Okay, <laughs> every situation, he's <laughs> just gonna be like, "Hey, I'm in a solo lane. That means this is a this is a time to play Thanatos." <laughs> yeah. I'm what, what's your it. matchup? Uh, I don't know. I'm in solo lane, so Thanos works. <laughs> yeah, we have our Thanatos solo and our Artemis support. Imagine how great our team sounds. Our team sounds good right whoa. now. <laughs> I will. I will never go into our games going. We're doing Artemis support. <laughs> no, he, he will call it, and he will make us all say, "Shut the fuck up." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you love to torture us with that. Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. Oh, Murican, he loves solo lane. He loves fine, okay? He's he's in team chat right now. I stayed off oh, Discord yes. so I wouldn't be sad. <laughs> 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 oh, Murican's so great. Yeah. That poor guy never played a Conquest till our first match. Really? <laughs> yes. Yep. Nope. Wow. And now we're actually winning games and doing pretty good, and he's getting banned out. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Proud of a little bugger. I've watched some other people's streams and they're like, watch out for American, you know? And he's <laughs> one of the better guys on the team. And I'm like, high five. Hey, awesome. Yeah. Boy. yeah, it was really cool. All right. All right. Anybody else got any questions for? All right. How do you hit everything? Tell me. <laughs> How do you do it? There's um, got to be a secret because, like, I can't hit. Like, okay. My biggest problem is basics because people have so many different ways of juking. Yeah, oh. I would say that just like playing, well, first of all, getting really used to your sensitivity and your 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 DPI is really important. Like, um, like practicing there's stuff like on the internet, like aim booster, practicing like your aim and stuff like that. Playing FPS games, gotcha. like stuff like that will help a lot. Um, also like minimizing like external factors. So. Like your setup, like making sure you have a clean setup, like nothing's in the way. Like I have a for my mouse, I have a mouse bungee, which basically props up the mouse cord so that it never there's no resistance when it hits like my my desk or my monitor. And I would suggest getting right, one gotcha. of those or getting a wireless mouse so that you don't have to worry about that. Um, 
having like a clean like desk with, a, with your mouse pad, nothing's on the mouse pad, so nothing obstructs your like mouse and stuff like that, so nothing ever gets in the way. Um, mm-hmm. Little things like that are really important, and um, uh, yeah, just practicing a lot, practicing with your mouse and sensitivity on other games as well. Like, like I said, I play a lot of like I play a lot of Call of Duty, and I still do like on PC, and it, it really helps with like my overall um, setup and like being used to my mouse and everything. So, I think that helps a awesome. lot when you play other games. Anyone else got any questions? Mm-hmm. Nope, I think I've yeah, I've asked mine. I've asked pretty much all of mine. All right, that's Dad, perfect. This is where you do the hosty thing. Well, I was I was letting you guys, you know, all, you make sure you're all, all done fangirl and all that good stuff, you know. I mean, I could sit here and fangirl all day, but I I have a question. <laughs> okay, Ooh, go for, for it. each oh, of you. There we go. For each of all you, right. what is your favorite god to play in Soul Lane? Oh god damn it. Op wash. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> Op <sense>. wash. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just fucking bomb, dude. Fire. In certain well, in certain matchups it's really fun because you just spam your three on like an afro and she has the worst time ever. <laughs> That's just my answer for everything, Op Wash. Yeah. He's got like twelve stars. He's played Op Watch Jungle. That sounds fun. Not, hey, not that I can worked. play it uh competently on PC, but I always love playing me some chalk in solo lane. Okay. Chalk's a lot better now with his buff. Yeah. yeah. Whenever I played solo last, um, I played... I was mainly a jungler, so I played super aggro gods like Baka, Arachne, oh, those stuff are fun. like that. I like those guys. And I would, just, I would just build like the Golden Blade Katana start to clear and just kill all the time. That but that like was fun. on PlayStation when I was like mechanically kind of really ahead of everyone else in my elo pool. I might have to so. try that. That sounds like fun. <laughs> Golden bladed Baka. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, it is. It is hilarious because you build like Golden Blade Stone Cutting and you're you just you don't die for some reason. And you can just eat minions at any time you get like too low on health and like a big quarter of your health comes back and you're like, alright, I can fight again. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. Ooh, I played Baron today solo and I fucking dominated. And I, I like I like Baron solo. Like I've I've played like eighty million things when I play solo lane. That's a rough one. Oh, and any god with a pluck is hilarious because level yeah. one kills to tower are hilarious. <laughs> play Hercules, Kara. do the two blink trick. Okay, you're dead. <laughs> yep. I think my favorite solo play Sobek still... in the tower. Yeah, Sobek's fun for her. I think Terra for me. Terra's fun. She Terra's has, a good one. What she can do with like her walls and stuff is really like cool. You can really yeah, she can have a high skill cap on that guy. I just think in general, like she's really good to just sit and farm all game and get super ahead of everyone else because her alt just chunks. Yeah, she also she does so much damage in her kit. Like her burst potential is higher than a lot of people give it credit for. Oh yeah, right, right. Ooh, I like Jormungandr also right now in solo. Okay, big worm, Jorm the worm, yeah, big wormy boy. Fine. Also, you know, you know, who, you know who I've been relying on for solo in PC times here is like if I get stuck over there because I'm so used to just right now just working on support I'm like I'm playing raw <laughs> like you know what I'm gonna play mm-hmm. raw I'm gonna hug the tower it'll be boring I'll feel bad for the other guy I did I felt bad for him and you know what it was like my one of my first couple games I'm like I'm playing raw it worked out it was boring He's I felt bad ways. for the other guy <laughs> he doesn't have half the gods so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't want to buy this guy. Just again. Op, wash, and raw. 
Yeah, we you can see who the trolls on my team are. That's <laughs> 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 pretty much all of us. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Do you have uh, any other questions for us? Fine, okay. It's not. Well, I'm not used to kind of the guest. Right? Yeah, yeah. I feel, I feel like what? I'm shocked. Honestly, uh, I'm taking it back. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, that works. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I gotcha. have a little announcement. I'm going to HRX this year. That's right. Nice Me guy teaming up. Yeah, I just got them tickets this week. Yep, it'll be the guy in Yuki show representing us. Boy, we're in fucking trouble. <laughs> Yeah, I'm thinking like <laughs> shit. Should we get rid of the name, change the name, and like you know, ditch these two while they're there? <laughs> oh, a new podcast sprung up. It's got the same amount of listeners, but three, two less hosts. <laughs> Different how name. Much definitely. How not much us. trouble could we possibly get into? Yeah, it's you and Guy. Enough. <laughs> that, without that's without Dirtnap's dad there, you're, you're <laughs> <trouble>. responsible. <laughs> I'm a responsible adult. <laughs> Are you guy or are you gonna be guy all potty mouth? Huh? I mean, I'll probably be potty mouth. <laughs> Which one's gonna show up to our HRX? Huh? Look, I yep. promise I won't steal any cars. All okay, right? that's a good start for you. <laughs> as long not as you're cursing, I don't, any cars I don't do prisons. As long as you're cheering for me when you're cursing, it's fine. Uh, there you go. There it's you fine. Go. I'll, I'll, I'll just drive you. a bus into the into HRX and be like, "What up, boys?" <laughs> I said no cars. We're gonna- that's a good question. Are, are, are you guys going to get over that world championship hump this year, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they are. Yeah, hopefully. I haven't played at a Worlds yet, so this will be my first when we play. So. Well, we'll yeah. be there screaming for you. Thank you. Yes, possibly it'll, it'll be you. pretty cool to have your first be a win, too, huh? <laughs> uh, I hope so. I know yeah, our boy Dicey's rooting for you. He's, he's a longtime rival fan. So oh, yeah. Win world, Dicey's going nuts. If you win Worlds, you get to come back on, right? Yeah, for sure. I will. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Confirmed. Oh, magic question. <laughs> Confirmed. All right. Here. That's the last question I ask of bombs before you won Worlds. <laughs> yeah, so you got it this time. Like, on us. There you go. We got you. He gave me the good luck charm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and if it works, everyone's going to be crawling onto us before Worlds. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll see how many years we can get away with that, but... <laughs> Anyway, it is time to wrap things up here. It's been a blast having you on the show, Fine. Okay, again, I really, really, really appreciate it. And I just want to give you you a moment here to, you know, shout out, uh, you know, whatever you, wherever you stream, your YouTube channel, all that stuff, and you you know, how you, where you twit at and so forth. So feel free to uh, self-promote as you see fit. All right. Uh, first of all, thanks for having me on. It was fun. It was fun talking to you guys and uh, going over everything. Um, I'm just fine. Okay, on Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch, everything's just fine. Okay, um, you can find me by just looking up that and uh, just uh, shoutouts to just Smite, the Smite community. It's an awesome community and it feels like a family a lot of the time. And um, shoutouts to the SPL and we play this. Uh, we could play this Thursday or Friday against Splice, so be on the, the lookout for those games. And yeah, yeah that, that should be a good game. And uh, shout oh, out yeah. to everyone that's going to be at Worlds. I'll most likely, hopefully, be playing there. Hopefully, be competing and doing our best to win it. Um, oh, yeah. So if you're there, feel free to come say hi. I would love to talk to everybody. So yeah. Cheer on our boy. That too. Thank you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Um, Guy, how can people track you down? You can find me on Twitter at G Smitey. 
You can find me at everywhere else, PlayStation, Xbox, PC, at Guy All Smitey. Dan? You can find me on the official Split Push Podcast Twitter, at Split Push Podcast with no A. You can find me on PC at Dirtnap Dan. No spaces, no X's, no underscores now. Um, you can maybe seldomly find me watching YouTube on the PlayStation at <laughs> DirtXNapX Dan. Um, and that's it for me. And I don't have my own Twitter yet. You Still coming. Twitter pleb. You can find me on Twitter, speaking of, at UKGaming22 uh, on PlayStation at UKGaming22 for Smite. And uh, PlayStation's a thing that I watch Netflix on. Yeah. Hey, I was just thinking the same thing. <laughs> one day. One day. And of <laughs> one course, day, all you my can money always, will I'm come just back too to lazy me, right? to put it on my Xbox. And you should be able to find us as a podcast. You should be able to find us on iTunes. You know, we're going to try to be better about this part of it as we do, which means occasionally. Um, but you can definitely find us on iTunes. You know, like, subscribe, leave a comment. Um, I do read them. Um, and I don't care if you're mean to me because I he don't enjoys it. care. I like the punishment. <laughs> um, you can also find us on SoundCloud and most streaming services will, for a podcast, will find us eventually. Um, Google has been on and off. We were up and then we weren't and then we were up and then we weren't. So I'm talking with them if you use the Google Play services. Alrighty. Oh, these good old Dirt Naps Dad here. Um, not on the PlayStation anymore, but it's the same as my Twitter, Dirt underscore Naps underscore Dad. You can now find me on PC at Dirt Naps Dad. Simple as that. It is capital Y. Looks dumb, but I'm old. And my it's man, capital so. I. That's the most hilarious thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> he finally got to change his name and he fucked it uh, up. With somebody pointing out there like, is that I double checked the I? spelling like, oh like three God. times and I'm like, it's good. Dirt naps dad. Yep. Never noticed that that I was capital until someone so it's pointed like it out to me. And I'm like, it's like Glitznat dad. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know how I am. I like to be difficult. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you also join us in our Discord where, you know, lots of fun and shenanigans go on. And, hey, if you're looking for a group, you know, there's a lot of times we need a, you know, a fourth or a fifth, you know, to fill in. Because it's a lot better to have five people going into a conquest than it is anything less than that. Um, and, you know. And giveaways what, and stuff. Don't forget giveaways oh, oh yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Guy's been doing really good with the giveaways. So, shout outs to Guy. He's been doing all kinds of, like. New cool things. Uh, who won this week? I know Mr. Krabs won. Mr. Krabs won? Dude, uh, I thought that was pretty awesome. He likes a lot of our, uh, right, our Twitter right. stuff, so high five on that. Then we've been Exilium's giving one away tomorrow during our game. Yeah. There you go. So well, by the time you're listening to, to this, about seven hours or prior, <laughs> you would have missed it. Yep, if you're oh, listening and only heard it first now, sorry. game and there'll sorry. probably be another one. Yep. And don't forget to check out uh, our, our homies out at the Smite Little League. We don't want to forget about them. Uh, uh, rip. Oh. <laughs> uh, tune in next week to find <laughs> out next week. what happens there. But for right now, when it comes to dirt naps, you gotta get them before you take them. And when all else fails, Blue Blue push. push.